Hey you, welcome to or welcome back to Motivation Maven. I'm Keisha and as always I am thrilled that you stopped by. We are in a new week already. Now if you're following along in order, we are in the first Monday of February. It's February 5th. Insane how fast this year is always just going. Like you know what's interesting to me? I feel like we say this every year. The year's going by so fast, but for me, and maybe you feel the same way. This year is going particularly fast. So we have a lot to talk about today. Let's just dive right in. So if you are new here, you probably didn't know that I'm absolutely obsessed with my Peloton. So the way this works is you get on the bike and you listen to different instructors and they're all just very different in their personality and just kind of how they go about things. And you tend to find your people. Okay, like you have specific instructors, they kind of have the genre of music that you really like and you resonate with just their personality and just their style. Well, I tried somebody new yesterday, a, a new class, and his name was Yo. So if you're ever listening or watching some type of Peloton workout, try Yo. I, what I liked about him was that he was calm, just really, really calm. And I don't know if he like specializes in focusing in on the beginner uh, bike, like beginner classes. But what I liked about him, he was very educational throughout the entire process. And one of the things that he said at the very beginning, he had two different checklists, but that first checklist, he said the three things. He called them the three C's. It was comfort, cadence, and confidence. And I was listening to what he was saying and I was like, all right, check. Am I comfortable on the bike? I am. All right. Are we, are we moving along with the cadence? Okay. Yeah. He gave me some parameters and some rules that we're really moving at my own pace. No problem. And then he said the final one was confidence. Now he didn't really dive into it, but he was kind of like, well, you know what it is. Just lean into having some confidence here. And then I started thinking, well, what if I didn't say yes to this checklist? I mean, what if I wasn't feeling comfortable. I mean, logic would say I would have stopped the workout, got off the bike, made the adjustments, and then got back on. Okay, well, what if I'm not good with the cadence? Yes, he gave me some left and right parameters, but what do we do when we're just feeling as if we're falling behind? I mean, would I say this class is too hard and then just leave altogether and try something new? What do we do? Then I decided to take it a step further and use that checklist outside of being on the bike. I was like, what do we do in life? I mean, let's say you're at work and you're not feeling comfortable. Let me tell you right now, the answer is not to quit and just keep hopping from job to job every time you get uncomfortable, just in case, just in case that's what you were thinking. But what happens when you are in that situation? You're in an environment, you're at work, and you don't feel comfortable. What do you do? I mean, I already told you just walking out and just quitting isn't always the right answer. But what do you do? Then I thought to think of, think of well, all right, well, now we're moving along with cadence. Let's say you're at work and you're not feeling as if you're able to keep up with your peers. What do we do then? Do we, do we just quit and say that this just isn't for me? Or do we keep pressing forward? So the answer, I think, always is 
we just lean into the discomfort, that we just keep pressing in and moving along until we can keep up. You know, I always hear the phrase, what is it, fake it till you make it? I'm sorry. I don't know how you fake a race if you don't know how to run it. I, I don't. I mean, I am not a long distance marathon runner, but I'm quite confident that you can't just get up off your couch on Monday and say you're going to run a marathon on Wednesday. There's preparation and there's training. There's proper shoes and the proper attire. And did you eat well? And what? there's all of this prep. I mean, there's marathon runners that have teams that meet up with them at different parts of the race to help them through. I mean, there's a science behind it. So what do we do in those situations? Again, you've probably been told just push through, it'll be fine. But what actionable steps can you take? And are there steps? And I believe there are. I really believe that there are. So let's step back and let's talk about the comfort. As I mentioned, if you're on a bike, if you're anywhere and you're sitting down and you feel uncomfortable, you adjust your seat. You adjust your surroundings. If you're too hot, you turn on the air conditioning. If you're too cold, you turn on the heat. If your seat is uncomfortable, you either go find another chair or you know what? You might just adjust it. I know on the bike, as soon as I get on it, I know if another family member was on that bike because all of the settings feel off. They feel off. And I know immediately I have to adjust them for me. So how do you pull that into your work? You know, there's a really good example of when I first started in my new position. I am a talker, if you haven't figured it out. I love working with people and being on teams. And I found myself in an environment where I was really a team of one. I can go an entire day, an entire day of work and not speak to a single soul. And my desk was all the way in the back. I wasn't feeling comfortable because it was an environment that really just didn't lend to my personality. So is, is the answer just to get up and say, you know, I quit. This isn't for me. No. But it did mean I needed to make some adjustments. I adjusted how I worked. I adjusted how I communicated with my peers. And my peers just weren't local. They were across the country. So if I knew that I thrived in team environments, I started to mold some of our meetings so they were more collaborative. Because I knew that I liked being around people. I don't always have to work with people, but I at least want to be able to say hello and chit chat for a moment or two. Well, my desk got moved and it was great. I am now surrounded by people every day, not just kind of sitting in the corner by myself, but it made me more comfortable. It may seem silly at first, but there is a root cause for your discomfort. And we have to take the steps to identify what that root cause is. Because only then can you actually make the necessary adjustments so you can start to get comfortable? It could be maybe there's a coworker that you don't always feel comfortable around. No, you can't necessarily determine if that coworker is going to stay there or not, but at least now you're aware. At least now you know that that person may be a trigger 
And now you can put some steps in place to protect yourself while you're at work. So when you're in a meeting and that person's also in the room, that you can ensure that your behavior is in check and that you can stay focused. Our comfort matters. And it's not something that we should ignore because the reality is if you're sitting on a bike and you're just, you're just not comfortable, well, you can end up hurting yourself. You can end up with an injury. And that's the same thing that can happen in any environment if we don't address our discomfort. All right, so now you're comfortable. Well, now we move towards that cadence. You may find yourself in a situation where you don't feel like you can keep up. Now, I think there's a fine line between quitting and adjusting. Because keeping up may mean that you need to get off the bike. It might mean you need to step back from a few opportunities at work so you can get yourself better prepared. And again, it comes down to finding that root cause. What is it that's making you feel like you're falling behind? You know, every time you go to a new environment, you start working at a new location, you realize that there is a lingo, you realize that there are processes that you're just not yet aware of. And because of that, yeah, you're a little behind. If everybody else knows the process to get A, B, and C done, you may not know it yet. And or the reality is you may legitimately just be behind in your overall knowledge. So what does that mean? It means you got to take a step back. And like I said, you might have to pull yourself from a few opportunities. So let me give you an example of what I mean. So although my Monday through Friday, I am working in policy and diving into laws, I've decided that I'm going back to work with clients again on my off days, part time. But in the new state that I'm living in, there are requirements that I have to meet to be approved by the board of the state. So that doesn't mean that I just say, well, I give up. No, it means that I have to take a step back because according to this state, there is a specific course that I need to take. And that means that I am not able to move as fast as everybody else right now in that industry. And that's okay. Sometimes a step back means having to go take a class and getting yourself spun up on a specific topic. Sometimes it means taking a step back and strengthening strengthening your skills and I don't know, maybe Excel or Word or Prezi, whatever it is that you need to just get a little bit stronger. And that's okay. You know, I grew up always being told that there is somebody who's always working harder than you. And it's true. It's true. There's somebody who's putting in the extra time at night, maybe reading books because they find themselves in a managerial role, but they realize that they don't know how to lead. They realize they don't know how to lead. So they are diving in to better themselves with education so they can move a little faster, that they have some techniques that they can use to be better equipped to lead their team. But what's interesting about the comfort and what's interesting about the cadence is that it's personal. It's personal. And you are the only one who knows when you're truly falling behind. And now, let me caveat and say, when you get far enough behind, oh, people start to notice. But when you start to slip, when you start to feel a little bit out of breath, 
when you're feeling that discomfort, you know it before anybody else does. You know it before anyone else does. It's just the matter of, will you do something about it? So if you're uncomfortable, get yourself comfortable. Make the adjustments. If you're falling behind and you're not able to keep up, identify where in the whys and strengthen those areas. Because I could tell you right now that I may want my cadence to move faster on that bike, but the reality is I got to put the time in on the bike. I can't get faster. I can't get stronger if I don't put the work in. And the same goes for you, regardless of what industry you are in. Regardless if it's a workout or you're in the office, you got to put the time in. And then the third C was confidence. But this is the thing. Yo didn't talk much about the confidence. Because he really just assumed that we all knew what it meant. I believe that when you get comfortable and when you can start to keep up, the confidence is easily found. Because we're feeling good about ourselves. We're getting up. We're going in. We feel confident because we know what we're supposed to be doing. Our environment feels good. We're keeping up and or outpacing our peers. And the confidence, it gets there. But this is the issue. This is one of those situations where I think one plus two equals three. Three is that confidence. One was that comfort. Two was the cadence. But what do you do? When you're uncomfortable, what do you do when you're not keeping up? How do you get the confidence? How do you get the confidence? I don't think you do. Your confidence is going to be shaken. You may not have it. You may want to just quit. But what do you do? And I think the word that we are looking for is that we have to lean into ambition. We have to lean into ambition. I love this definition. It says that ambition is the compass that guides us towards our aspirations. Look, where you are today may not be where you want to be. It may not be where you want to be. But where you are today may just be the stepping stone that you need before you can get to your next step. But you can't get to the next step if you don't acquire the skills that you need to move up to the next level. You just can't. And and I shouldn't say you can't. You can. But again, that's that whole faking it till you make it thing. You might, by just sheer luck, make it to the next level, but are you qualified? Because if you felt uncomfortable over here, if you felt as if you were being outpaced here, then how do you keep up when you get there? You don't do a 5K and then just jump to a 10K without some prep. You don't run a race and then not be able to finish it and then say, you know what, next week I'm going to do a longer race. You just don't do that. You put your reps in until you conquer that level. And then you're like, all right, it's time. I can move up now. It's the same concept. But you have to find ambition. You have to find your ambition. 
so, so what do you do? How do you find ambition? You. Only you know. Only you know what your goals are. Only you know what you truly want to succeed at. All I can do is give you a quote of the week that you can reflect on and that you can try to identify what it is that your goals are. Because if you are running after something that is not what you aspire to be, then it's going to be really hard to find the ambition. You know, I I heard this years ago and it always stuck with me. People spend a lifetime leaning against the wrong ladder. We're always just striving to move up and we want to use this ladder to get us here and there. And we're doing all of this work and we're putting in all of this effort. And it's not anything that we want to do. It's because it's what we've been told we're going to do. So we do what we think is expected of us and we don't find happiness. We don't find happiness. It feels like every time we take a step up the rung, it just feels like it's work and it's hard. Because it's not your ladder. You spend your entire life doing what other people want you to do instead of being you. Only you know. Only you know. So what's this week's quote? This week's quote is the following. Ambition is not merely a desire. It's the unwavering commitment to turn aspirations into achievements. An unyielding force that propels us forward on the path to success. So when you do your check this week and you identify, are you comfortable? No matter what arena, work, your personal life, your workout, are you comfortable? If you're not comfortable, Figure out what it is that you got to do to get comfortable. If you're feeling outpaced, identify the areas that you're not strong in. And then seek out opportunities to strengthen those areas. Because when you get comfortable and when you are able to keep up, the confidence will be there. But what's most important, what's most important is that you find your ambition. Because again, ambition is not merely a desire. It's not, oh, I want to. Oh, I dream of this. No, you got to put action behind it. It's this unwavering commitment, which means that it's not faltering. It's not shaky. It's a foundation. It's this foundational commitment to turn your aspirations into achievements. And again, to turn. When you turn a knob to open that door, you have to put a force behind it. You got to first put into action the turning of the knob, and then you have to push forward. It's the same way what we have to do in life. You don't just stand in front of a door and say, door knob, turn. You don't. You're going to be standing there for a mighty long time, either hoping somebody's on the other side to open it for you, Or you're going to miss out on whatever's on the other side. This week, find the ambition, put in the energy, 
find that force that's going to push open the doors and the opportunities, but be real with yourself. Because again, only you know when you're uncomfortable. Only you know when you're falling behind. You know a lot sooner than anybody else. And as always, there's going to be a week. I really believe there's going to be a week where I'm going to say, oh, this is going to be easy. But I know it's not easy. I know it can be challenging. What am I asking you to do? I'm asking you to be vulnerable with you. With you, I'm asking you to be vulnerable. And then I'm asking you to put some action. And listen, some of these fixes, I hate that word because it's not a fix, right? I just, you're not broken. You're not broken. Sometimes we just need a little support. But this is the reality. Some of these adjustments are going to take time. And when I say time, they could take years. They could take months. It's just up to you to have that force and the ambition. This week's all about ambition. So no, it's not easy. Can you do it? Absolutely. Is this a one-week thing? Nope, it's sure not. This is something you're going to have to lean into after you're done being vulnerable. Hey, listen, you are always worthy of the life that you want to live. You're always worthy of the life that you want to live. The investment in you is the best investment that you're ever going to make. Until next time, have an amazing week. Get vulnerable, get real, get raw with yourself. And put the necessary steps in place so you can get comfortable, that you can keep up, so you can build the confidence that you need to be successful and get yourself to the next level. See you soon.